What's up, guys? Welcome to BitCast episode 96 for the week of January 30th, 2022. I'm your host, Jake Martin. And in the studio this week, we have Mark Erickson. Howdy, folks. Howdy, howdy, howdy. And uh, looking looking nice back there with your national park posters on a string. Have you been to those national parks? Um, yes. Well, not all of them are national parks. Some of them are just places that uh, you should go. Pisgah National Forest right here. Oh, that's Looking Glass Falls in particular. Beautiful. Um, Beautiful. But yes. Nice. I like that. Well, hey, if you guys didn't know, Mark and I are uh, big Nintendo fans, um, but that but that doesn't mean that we only talk about Nintendo. Mark's also an Xbox guy and uh, I'm a PlayStation guy. So between the two of us, we actually cover a wide gamut of video God, game covered. news. And that's great for you, for you listeners today, because we're going to be talking about uh, all of the games in 2022 that have confirmed dates and those that do not, and sort of just like what we're looking forward to, and just kind of you know just just uh, giving giving a run of the show just to see what we have to look forward to in the near future. So uh, yeah, if you're like us and you kind of just want to think ahead on what you might have to spend money on, this is a great podcast to listen to. But that's not all we're talking about today. We're going to be talking about what we've been playing, which I'm very excited about. Um, but before we do that, uh, quick housekeeping. Uh, leave reviews and write into us if you are a listener of the show. We are on all the podcasting platforms. Um, but most recently, we've added to Anchor, which allows us to do cool like voice messages. You guys can like leave voice messages on the platform, and we can hear those on the show. And then also, we can leave polls, and you can vote on those as well. So that's probably the best place to do it. But Spotify is also synced up with Anchor and you are able to leave reviews there as well. I think they just added that feature recently. So check that out if you haven't yet. Um, drink of the show today, Mark. I don't know if you have anything with you, uh, but I have a glass of Zach Brown Cabernet <laughs> Sauvignon. Lovely. What you got on your side? I got some tea. Nice. Some gingerbread spice tea. That sounds lovely. On, on sale after the Christmas season. <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, yeah. It's still delicious. Hey, last time I think, I, well, not last time, but I remember you talking on the podcast last time how you would get, uh, you would get like discount. What was it like? Dis? You would like go somewhere. It was a grocer or something like that. Oh that yes, it had like uh, over in Trenton, Georgia. We got hundred salvage grocery. Yeah, almost expired stuff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so hey, that, is that where you got that at as well? The tea, or is that from somewhere else? No, I think this is actually a, a Thrive Market find nice. that my wife Sarah got. Nice. Always so, about those 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 market finds, those uh those deals, those bergens. Uh, yeah, the the wine that I have is my wife and mine, Hannah's favorite uh, go to cheap bottled wine. You know, nice. Kids down, he's asleep. We had a rough week this this week, so we're like, this is nice. Mm. This, a nice glass of wine at night is nice. Um, and then uh, I don't know if uh. Yeah, I want I want you to start off first here, Mark. I want I want to hear sure. what are you playing? Uh, I've got a few things. Um, right now, kind of bouncing back and forth between Halo Infinite and Riders Republic. Oh yeah, uh, Halo's been really cool. I've enjoyed it a lot. Um, I did a lot of the multiplayer first. I kind of let my Game Pass uh, expire for a bit mm -hmm. and some other stuff. Thankfully, multiplayer is free to play, so that was. Yeah, Uninter uninterrupted so crazy so cool uh, i uh bit the bullet and got the battle pass i've uh, been enjoying that and it's kind of worked out well my, my wife sarah really enjoys watching me play that mm -hmm. 
like she's not normally one to kind of just hang around and watch you play games but she loves it so so got a lot of time for that what does she like about it is it are you playing the campaign or is he, are you still doing multiplayer only um kind of uh flipping back and forth she really likes multiplayer i think she kind of enjoys kind of like helping me spot people mm-hmm. and uh she also she grew up uh watching her brothers play shooter games too so i think it's kind of nostalgic she's really bored with the campaign so whenever like <sighs> i'm trying to play it she's uh, always trying to like egg me to like try out the multiplayer <laughs> just go to multiplayer instead it's more fun to watch yeah it is crazy um, how like if you're watching someone play like you have so much like when you're playing the game you don't like your peripheral vision like just really cuts out and you only kind of see certain things and the person that's yeah. watching you play sees everything still yeah they're like hey this person on your right it's like i didn't even see him <laughs> yes so she's actually super helpful i'm dead <laughs> yeah uh campaign's great too the the grapple shot is just incredible game changer it's, yeah game breaker but in the, all the best ways yeah i see why uh breath of the wild didn't want to add in the hook shot <laughs> but I, at the same time i really hope they do add it into the sequel oh gosh man just the mobility is insane i i don't think there's anything that breath of the wild 2 could or could not do that like would make me not want to play that game you know like they That's could, fair. they could go a totally different direction and i'll be like i'm still playing it like it's i'm still yeah. so excited to try it out Oh yes, but hook shock will be would be a, a nice a nice addition. It's on my wish list now. Um, beyond that, doing some Riders Republic. That's the extreme sports game. Mm-hmm. It's a good time. I enjoy this th- that stuff. Is that free to play uh, also? No. Okay. It's on sale a good bit. Um, yeah, I keep on seeing like uh, maybe, maybe that's what it is. Sales go up for it or mm-hmm. something like that. I, I need to jump in. I need to jump into that. I wish it was. Is it cross platform? I think it is, yeah. Then we should definitely, we should definitely jump on. It'd be kind of fun. Absolutely. You can show me the ropes. Show me the ropes. Yeah. Uh, one quick fun thing about that is, it's so it's kind of a sequel to Steep, um, but adds in like bikes yes. too, and you can just switch sports like on the fly immediately. So you can literally be jetpacking around, and just switch to a bike in midair and just fall for That's a awesome. mile. That's awesome. Uh, and hope you stick so. the landing. Don't die exactly what happens uh, what happens in that game if you do like can you like wipe out and like how how does it work yeah you just you wipe out you just mash the b button and yep. it kind of resets you immediately oh, there's okay. also there like forza horizon there's a backtrack button mm-hmm. um but i think it, if you're in an event it usually punishes you punishes you for that so it doesn't like it doing that oh, but okay nice you got a few options um Seems and then finally cool. i finally wanted to shout out we're playing the stardew valley board game okay um it is a cooperative board game okay um it's based on stardew valley which is near and dear to both sarah and i's my heart yeah um it is it uh encapsulates the game well it is surprisingly difficult Hmm. uh, because you have a limited number of turns like it gives you a year in air quotes okay um and you have a set of goals you're trying to get done that year and we've only played it once, but we really had, we won like on the last turn, but we really had to let some rules squeak by and mm. kind of flub some stuff to, to make it happen. Have, uh, have you played any other co-op games, co-op board games before? I haven't. Okay. Because I was going to ask you if it was similar to anything that I've played, which is like Forbidden Island or uh, P- uh, Pandemic. Gotcha. Um but yeah, like, how would you, how would like, how would you stack it up? Like, do you think it's a well-made board game, and is it one that you know you would recommend to people? 
I it's hard to tell not knowing much other like cooperative board games. Mm -hmm. um, if you're a fan of Stardew Valley, like absolutely you can give it a two thumbs up recommend <laughs> um, because it's it's also just like aesthetically really nice. Like pieces are well made. I it's, was just going to ask, how are the components? Because yeah. that's a big part of the board. Game. Yes, it's very nice. Like it, there's kind of new all new artwork for it. Like it doesn't just reuse stuff from the game. It's like new hand drawn stuff and it I all looks great. Um, yeah, so big fan of the components. If if you like the game, you'll be into it. If you're into board games, I would recommend it. You might have to do some of your own research to make sure something you'd enjoy. But okay, yeah. No, I mean I am a habitual like if the game if the board game looks cool, I usually end up picking it up. Uh, That's fair. I have a massive, very large collection of board games, and we've had to start putting them down into storage like over time. <laughs> and I always forget which ones are in storage and which ones are like in our quick access in our closet up mm. here. And I'm like, ah, dang it, that one's downstairs. I have to go downstairs and grab it. Usually, we just did that recently for a uh, game called Patchwork, which is like a. My wife and I play a lot of two-player board games because obviously, you know, oh, nice. there's two yeah. of us, and it's just it's easier true. when we're we're dealing with the kid in the middle of the week. And we're like, oh, we'll just play a quick two-player board game. Um, there you go. So it's always nice to find those good ones. But so far, our favorites have been. Um, yeah, Patrick's really fun. Jaipur, which is like a, a trading card management game. Um, and then uh, Seven Wonders Duel. You've probably, oh, you've gotcha. probably heard of Seven Wonders, but Seven Wonders Duel is a two-player version of it. Got it. Um, and it's, it's really fun. But, if you, uh, yeah, if you think Stardew Valley is a pretty fun co-op, then you might have uh, you might have just sold me. And how much do you know how, how much does it cost? Oh, it's 60 or 70. Yeah. That's it's kind of up there for games, but... That's usually how it goes with like a smaller run, smaller run, like, you know, builds, you know, that's, it's, it's a small team probably that put that, that board game together. So they charge yeah. a little more and I'm happy to pay it when it's uh when it's a cool IP that I care about. So yeah, yeah. I will definitely put that on my list. Um, and then I, I mean, if you want to like, you know, invite me over to play sometime, we can, do oh, we can, we can arrange that. Yeah, that'd be a, that'd be can, also a good happen. option as well. <laughs> well, cool. Um, so for me, exciting. I have a new game on, on my list that I've been playing. So I got Pokemon Legends Arceus. I picked oh. that up. And I've been playing that. I got it Friday. And I streamed a little bit Saturday and Sunday. Um, and I play a lot today. Um, and overall, it is good. Um, okay. I think what I what I like about it is that it's uh, they refined a lot of like the boring parts of other Pokemon games if you've played them before. Um, sure, it's yeah. very much not that it's it's open world you're running around and it's it is like the dream of just you see a pokemon out in the wild and you can just throw a pokeball out and catch it that, that is yeah that is it uh the the major downside is it's it is ugly like that like mm. the, the complaints across the internet are very true like can confirm it is an ugly <laughs> it is an ugly game um which is really sad because like it is it is really cool um and i hope that they release patches for it to fix it up but um i've, yeah. been, I've been loving it man like the side quests are fun you just kind of go just roam some giant field with all these pokemon around you and you have to like <laughs> go catch certain ones and bring them back and it's um it's neat and the music's really good too that's that's a big thing oh nice i've realized that's like a huge thing for me in games is uh if it's got a good soundtrack i can usually overlook some of the uh the, the negatives I'm like, if I, if I enjoy listening to this, then like, I can I can just imagine it's a better game, you know? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I can just pretend it's really pretty and like just ignore some things. 
uh, I would like to say on it, I've really, I haven't played it yet, but I've really enjoyed seeing all the clips on Twitter and just like, not, I guess they're bugs technically, but they're really endearing bugs. Oh, like what? Like there was, there was one I saw of a guy going after a Snorlax, like big, thick buddy. Oh yeah. Uh, the Snorlax does some dash and just like zips off screen. The guy turns around and the Snorlax is just on top of a tree, like <laughs> giant pine tree 50 feet away okay did you i don't know if you sent me that but i have seen the exact clip you're talking about okay he just like yeah. goes flying away like i don't know what happened in that clip I mean, i've i've encountered that same snorlax um he did not okay. he, he did not do that for me sadly um but yeah pokemon will get stuck in trees every now and then that is a thing um huh. i saw a weasel which is like a little water weasel real cute and uh he like he like did a dash attack towards me and then he ended up getting stuck like really high up in the tree and i was like what is he doing up there <laughs> and then i initiated a battle and i was fighting him from the tree like he was like way up in the tree and my, my pokemon was like hitting him in the oh, tree so i don't think that was supposed to happen but hey it's great can't complain yeah um so it's been fun i've been enjoying that it is very grindy um there's like a lot of stuff you have to do but it's been fun <laughs> um i've been playing the crap out of tales of arise which is like a giant jrpg um and what I want to say about this is that it's just it's a game that that is very uh, uh, predictable, like every other JRPG <laughs> out there. Like you know, oh no, there's a big bad guy. We got to stop him, but we got to collect these seven orbs first, and then we can amass it. Oh wait, no, the orbs didn't work. Now we have to rebuild our find our friends again and fight him again. Like that's that that is pretty much the story. But what I love about it is it's very like fine tuned. Um, and uh, there's just again like just kind of like Pokemon, they they did they did a lot to make it just an easy game to progress through. Um, like sure. And when I'm again when I'm taking care of my kid, I think I was telling you this at at uh, lunch the other day. But like when I'm taking care of my kid and like I don't want to have to think too much, it's a great game for that because you can kind of yeah. just go through the motions and have fun. Yeah, yeah. And then last on the list, which is a a great one, Paper Mario for sixty uh for sixty four. I've been still kind of grinding through that one and having a great time. I mean. Nothing but good things to say about that game. If you haven't played that game and you have a Switch, you should definitely just pay for a month of of Nintendo Switch Online and just just play that game because it's just it's so great. The writing's good. I love the combat system. I know Mark, you said numbers. You didn't like the the, the numbers <laughs> on screen, but it really isn't My even like, it's not even like a numbers game. Really, it's just like you know, it's it's great. It's great. Play it if you haven't. Also, I wanted to uh, uh, shout out for are you. That's the game that got you to Twitch affiliate, right? It is. It is. I think, yeah, yeah. Paper Mario. I was streaming that, and I made it to Twitch affiliate, and uh, I've got ten subs now. So I mean, I'm I'm basically rolling in the cash. I'm made of millions. Uh, there you go. And this, I'm gonna quit my job soon, and this is all I'm gonna do. <laughs> that is a lie. That is a lie. If I have any employ, my any of my employers are listening, <laughs> I'm I'm joking. Uh, but yeah, it's it's been fun, man. It's uh, my 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 philosophy is I'm, something I'm already doing. I'm already playing games, so why not stream? And just kind of yeah. just kind of let people hang out and say what's up. All right, man. You ready to move on to the topic of the show? Let's do it. All right. Games of 2022. Um, we have on our list first the confirmed video games. And then we'll have our to be confirmed, which arguably are the ones most people are probably the most excited for. Because really the confirmed dates, I don't know about you when you're looking at this list, Mark. But I was like, this is kind of a a skimpy year so far like there's there's some cool things yeah. on this list but i'm just realizing there's a lot more in to be confirmed than <laughs> in the confirmed list yes which makes me nervous 
Um, and, and some of the ones on to be confirmed, I definitely feel better about coming out this year, but, uh, some of them I'm like, I don't know. They, I could see that getting pushed into 2023. So here's to hoping, but yeah, I'll run through the confirmed and then we'll just kind of stop on some that we want to talk about. So, and then if we don't really have anything to say, we'll just skip over it. So in January, since we already are kind of past that at this point, we had Pokemon Legends Arceus on the 28th and Uncharted Legacy of Thieves Collection, which is Uncharted 4 and, oh gosh, what is the other part of that collection called? I should know this, but it was the, it was a DLC slash like add-on for Uncharted 4 uh, that featured... Is that Lost Legacy? I think so, yes. Uncharted mm-hmm. Lost Legacy. Well, now Lost Legacy, yeah, maybe. I think you're right. I'm pulling that out of cultural <laughs> osmosis. I don't know for sure. <laughs> cultural osmosis. I think you're right. But what's cool is it's also releasing on PC. So it's on PS5 and PC. Um, and that's a good way to play those games if you haven't yet. I haven't played the DLC, so part of me is curious on that one. Um, have you played any of the Uncharted games or seen I haven't. Those? Okay. Uh, I definitely, I mean, well aware of them. I just haven't tried them out myself. They're great. They're Naughty Dog. So the folks that made, you know, The Last of Us and Crash Bandicoot and all those guys. Um, but uh, yeah. it's it's a great game. It's a good, it's like a movie, you know. They're like yeah. they're like playable movies with like decent action gameplay. So definitely now check we that out. We got the movie coming out of the playable movie. I'm not sure about that one. Every that was a rough. Every video game adaptation movie so far has not been great. You know, I saw that was Sony's kind of uh, long con to make sure that Tom Holland never stops being Spider Man by tanking everything else in his career. <laughs> It's not a bad move, but I, th- I think Tom Holland probably has enough money from playing Spider-Man that he'll be all right. Yeah. He's got that Disney money now. He can do what he wants to. And, you know, it, back in the day, I feel like when you played a superhero, it was like a bad, like it ruined your career. But I feel like that's not the case anymore. Yeah. Now it's like a launching pad. Yeah. If, you, if, you, if everyone knows you as, you know, Doctor Strange, you can go do anything else you want to as well. But it, it'll exactly. still be hard, you know. All right. February, we have a few more games. So we have Dying Light 2. And you said, wait, this wait, that was, never mind, Stalker, never mind. Dying Light 2 Stay Human uh, comes about on all platforms on February 4th, which comes out on Switch. I don't know how that's going to run, but it's coming out. Oh, that might be a cloud version, actually. Yeah. How do you feel? Have, have you played a cloud game on Switch? I did the demo, like the free demo for Control. What'd you think? And it it worked. It was What was weird is the opening cutscene was super choppy. Mm. But as soon as I got into actual gameplay, like it was pretty smooth. Hmm. It worked pretty well, but it was also like that opening scene is just you're in an office building, not yeah. much happening. So who knows? Are you, uh, do you have EPB? Uh, no, I do not. It's not out here. Okay. Well, there you go. That's, that's a testament to cloud gaming. Then you don't have the best of the best Wi-Fi, and you were able to achieve that. So that's true. Good for you. Um, but I'm not a big, uh, I'm not a big dying light guy, so I don't know if I'll play this one or not, but if you like the, if you like the Zambies and parkour, definitely one you should check out. I know folks like that one, uh, Sifu, which is a PlayStation, PlayStation exclusive and PC comes out February 8th. This is like the, uh, you're like moving through like 2d planes almost. And you're just beating the crap out of people. This one looks kind of cool. This one looks really cool to me. Yeah. I think it looks awesome. Yeah. The combat looks neat. Um, Definitely one that I'm hoping will be a lower price point, just based on what mm-hmm. I'm what I'm seeing. Like I could see this being like a forty dollar game, and being yeah. like, yeah, I'll pay for that, or maybe even twenty. I don't know how much, how short or long it's going to be. Um, but what, yeah. what one weird thing about this is like 
for however long you survive, I think your hair grows and you like become older or each time you die, there's like, yeah, I think it's every time you die, you age up like a year. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, by the time, if you die a lot, you know, you could be having like a huge, just long gangly gray beard and you're just beating mm -hmm. the crap out of dude still. <laughs> I was like, that sounds kind of fun actually. As long as the beard physics are good, it'll be a, it'll be a good show. There you go. Uh, Horizon Forbidden West, February 18th. Um, this is a big release for PlayStation, probably the biggest release that's really confirmed this year. It's their big tentpole um, IP that sort of came out of Guerrilla, which previously I've been doing Killzone games for them. So um, hmm. I, you know, as much as I am a PlayStation fan, I do not like Horizon. I am not oh, a, okay. a Horizon fan. Um. I had this realization with Landry. I'm writing a piece about this right now, but I think I just realized I really don't, I'm not in love with like realistic open world games. Interesting. I can handle like um, cell shaded artistic or like just a, a certain style of open world. But I think past a certain point when it becomes like, they're trying to like do realistic stuff, even though I know like giant robot dinosaurs is not realistic. Sure. The character yeah. models and like, the emotion they're trying to put into these like i just something gets lost with, on me and i just I, huh. I i get so burnt out on these kinds of is games. it like a suspension of belief thing or yeah it's like an uncanny valley and it's kind of like um you know it's it's maybe it's like an aversion to like i feel like i'm almost playing a sim sometimes i'm like i'm like i'm, like, I was like, <laughs> I'm not trying to play a sim right now like i'm just trying to like i'm just trying to play a game that's like cool and like yeah. does things that I can't do in real life, you know, and like when the game's like, "Hey, go go fetch these chickens," it's like, "What?" It's like, "Okay, I don't I don't want to do this right now." <laughs> I don't know why, you know, like I can handle it for a little bit, but I I get burnt out on those kinds of games, like I Assassin's Creed, Red Dead Redemption, like these massive games. I just have a hard time with. Um, sure, I I kind of felt that getting into Red Dead Red Dead Redemption Two, which is a game I love, but starting out where it just like just hoses you with all of this tutorial stuff, it gets mm -hmm. to a point where like. If you eat too much, you'll get fat. Yep. Like you can get too fat. <laughs> don't nah, I, don't forget I to pet your horse. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, it's just um, I don't know what it is. I, I really don't know what it is. But um, let me ask you: Did you finish Red Dead Redemption Two? I did. Okay. That was kind of like I piddled around and then realized how long the game was and just bolted to each story mission from then on. Right, and so did you enjoy that experience like bolting to each story mission was like that was that was that a better path for you than just trying to do side missions i did but i think i just got i did get really invested into the story itself yeah and that's kind of what got me through to, through to the end i think that's what i have to do in those kinds of games like i think as a as a person who's going to commit wholly into like one thing and just do everything like the ones that like try to give you so much stuff to do i get overwhelmed and i'm like no dude i don't I just don't like I can do that for Zelda I can yeah. do that for certain games that I really care about but when it's again when it's a when it's a game that I don't have a real connection to I'm just like I don't want to do this like I don't yeah I don't care about this it just kind of becomes a work <laughs> right yeah yeah so I'm hoping that's not the case for this game and maybe I can approach it in that manner and just be like sure. I'm gonna play the story I'm gonna enjoy it and I'm just gonna say I played it uh, but yeah, that's coming out on the 18th, not to down talk it. It's going to be a great game from what I've seen. And these games always review very well. So I imagine it's going to be great. Um, Elden Ring, which is a big release for all the platforms. This is From Software's next big, big uh, 
title, I think after their Dark Souls remasters that they've been doing, or Demon mm-hmm. Souls remaster. And yeah. this one in particular is special because it has, um, oh gosh, what's his name right now? I should. Oh, uh, George R. R. Martin. George R. R. Martin, Game of Thrones writer. Um, who helped out with the story on this one a bit and maybe a little bit of like the characters. Um, but have you, have you seen the gameplay for this? What, what, what are your thoughts on this one? Um, seen some stuff. I am probably not much into, like I've not really into Souls games at all or Bloodborne or anything like that. So I'm, mm. it's not on my radar. Um, a lot of arms in this one. <laughs> Way too many arms in that trailer. <laughs> I should have had um, some footage for that one. That's That would have been a great moment to pull that up. <laughs> too, too many arms. Um, what do you think? Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of in the same boat. Uh, I, supposedly, this is the more approachable game that okay. from software, the most approachable game that from software has made. Uh, I don't okay. know, I don't know how approachable that really is, though. Uh, but it is a game that I will keep my eyes on if I'm really feeling like I'm in the mood to just get destroyed over and over yeah. and over again. You know? Yeah. It could be cool. Everyone loves those times. Could be cool, and I think if they do enough st- cool stuff with the story um, and the kind of like interesting enemies or whatever, like that could be something I might pick up. But yeah, Elden Ring comes out February twenty fifth, so right near the end. Now we are in March. We have Gran Turismo Seven, which I think a state of play was just announced actually for this. So we're gonna get like thirty minutes yeah. of Gran Turismo Seven. It's a car game. I'm not much of a car guy myself, but I know people really like Forza Horizon. Uh, yeah, and it's awesome. Forza Horizon Five. So mm-hmm. I don't. I mean, I'm hoping that this is good uh, for Sony. And I know there's like some tr- like Gran Turismo diehards out there that just love this kind of game. From my understanding, yeah. I don't know if you know much about the series. From my understanding, it's always been more on the technical side. Like there's like a lot you can do with your cars, and I know you can do that in Forza as well, or Forza, however you pronounce it. But uh, yeah, whatever. This one is like that as well. Um, very technical and really for the car fans out there. I'm sure you, yeah. you could jump in and play and enjoy it. But What I feel like I've heard is that like kind of Gran Turismo has always been kind of creme de la creme of, for car nerds. And then uh, more mainline Forza has kind of taken that. So it'll, it'll be interesting to see if this one kind of brings people back. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, for any PlayStation gamers out there, like, here's your car game if you want it, you know. But again, I'm not a car guy, so I'm not the one sure. that should be talking about this either. I apologize. <laughs> and it'll look pretty. They look great. Car games always look good. They always do. It's always the technical showcase for any new console. Look at these cars. <laughs> look at these graphics. These graphics. <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, up next, this one I'm actually curious about, Project Triangle Strategy, or just Triangle Strategy. <laughs> which is next in the line of great Square Enix named games um, using the two 2.5D art style, which I love, honestly. I do. I'm not big into RPGs, but I do like that graphical style. So cool. I, I, nice. I don't know what they, how they finally landed on this idea. Because, like, I mean, honestly, Paper Mario is kind of the same concept. It's 2D characters in like a 3D space. It's kind of what it is. Um, but yeah, this, this could be cool. I'm not a big strategy guy. Um, I like, yeah. I like turn-based combat, but, uh, you know, uh, if you like anything like Advance Wars or Wargroove or Fire Emblem, this would be a game that anyone should check out. I know a lot of people are, uh, um, kind of citing Final Fantasy tactics on, on this one. Mm. 
yes, that is probably a much better comparison because it's the same developer. <laughs> it's Square. Well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> so yes, that makes a lot of sense. And this is exclusive to Switch, which is pretty cool. And it comes out on March 4th. Um, I believe Octopath did get a release on other platforms eventually. So there is so. there is a yeah. chance that this will, this will come out later for other platforms as well, if you're looking forward to that. Up next, this one I'm excited about. And honestly, I thought it was already out when I asked you about it, but Tunic yeah. for Xbox and PC. I actually, I was able to play the demo for this a while ago. Mm-hmm. I remember and you talking about that. Yeah, it's a very much a top-down Zelda. It's pretty similar to Death's Door, actually. I think it's got a very similar uh, approach. Okay, cool. Did you check out Death's Door? I played like 20 minutes of it. Okay. Didn't I'll get you. back to it. Okay. But I, I started out and decided to go back to Halo while I had <laughs> some free time. But I'll, I, it's on my list. I'll get to it. Hey, I, I respect that, man. The Halo draw is, is strong. Gosh, it's so fun to just jump in those multiplayer matches and just like, ah, I'll just play, play a few rounds, play a few rounds. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is going to be a great game. I, I, I think the art style just really is beautiful. Very excited about just the the potential that this game has. And if they ever decide to like make a sequel or do more with it, I think I'd love to see that franchise grow or this, this yeah. title grow. So Tunic comes out March 16th. So middle of March, that'll be a fun one. March is actually a pretty solid month for a lot of a lot of releases. So up next, we have Stranger of <laughs> Paradise Final Fantasy yeah. Origin. Chaos. The chaos one. <laughs> chaos. March 18th on all platforms. And uh, yeah, I don't know how I feel about this game. I'm not sure about this one. I have not many thoughts at all. Same here. So, you know, it could surprise us. It could be a good game. Uh, but that's one that I'm just going to wait to see what happens. I'm just going to leave that one to do its thing and let, let the reviewers tell us if it's good or bad. <laughs> there you go. Uh, on March 25th, though, we have Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, um, PlayStation 5, Xbox Series S, so pretty much all the platforms. And uh, this one actually looks, this one caught my attention. I don't know if you watched the uh, gameplay on this one when it was revealed, but uh, it, it looks like a really fun, like, mishmash of, again, the Borderlands style stuff, but more of like the more of like the RPG like element to it. Um, yeah. 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 So I'm keeping my eyes on that one. Cause I, it, if a game like sticks out to me in a preview, um, that, that usually is like a pretty good sign now. Yeah. Games have stuck out to me in previews and been terrible, but most of the time, most of the time they're pretty good. So I just remember, um, Andy Samberg voices someone in this game that just kind of came out of nowhere what to me. The heck. Okay. Hold on. Tiny Tina, Andy Samberg. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Yeah. Will. Oh my gosh. It's got a huge cast. It's got Andy Sandberg, Will Arnett, Wanda Sykes, and Ashley Birch. <laughs> <laughs> that's got a. That's got a great wow. cast. Okay. Yeah. So definitely. I mean, from a voice acting standpoint, that sounds awesome too. I love that. Okay. Yeah. So Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. Um, great voice actors and potentially interesting combat. You guys should keep your eyes on that one. April. We have Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker Saga, April 5th. Um, I have not played a Lego Star Wars game in a hot minute. I just put this on here because I know a lot of folks have been like really waiting for this one. And yeah. There's been some news in, in the in the industry lately that this has not been going well for this, this Lego developer. Uh, yeah. A lot of crunch going on supposedly over there. Feels rough. The uh, They had a new trailer come out and it looks really like 
I feel like it looks really good. Mm -hmm. It's a lot more depth for what you expect from a Lego game. Mm -hmm. Like uh, combat combos and cover stuff and mm -hmm. just like even shooting mechanics. Like there's they're just doing a ton and plus like has a ton of characters like always. Yeah. So I can I can imagine that that development studio is not a great place to be. Having a bad time. But uh, yeah, if you're excited about St Lego Star Wars, I mean, that's, that's a cool one for, I know like a lot of families, a lot of uh, young families like the Lego Star Wars games because they're they're pretty approachable um, at a younger age. And so it's fun, something fun to play through uh, with your kids if that's something you are interested in. So Lego Star Wars, check it out. Now, May, we have Forspoken, which is this like really like fast-paced magic action RPG looking game and i don't really know how i feel about this one either it looks really cool um but that's one i think i'm gonna have to see more of to actually tell you if i like it or not you know because yeah again that's one where the trailer looks cool but i'm like i don't know if i believe that's how it's gonna always look or how it's always gonna play yeah that's fair i just remember looking at this trailer and there's a lot of banter going on but like not mm -hmm. really good banter mm -hmm. and that feels like that would get grating after a while <sighs> like guardians of the galaxy man Oh, gosh. I, I haven't played that. Actually, I'm still interested. Uh, well, I wish I could lend you my copy, but I have the PS5 copy. <laughs> That's fine. I finished it, and I did not like that game. I did not like not that really. at all. That was another one where I was just like, please just get this over with. And like the <laughs> the, the banter was it was um, grating near the end. Uh, okay. I've heard mixed things on that. Some people like it a lot. Some, Some people, people love it, yeah. Just don't. Yeah, yeah. I, I think if you are uh, a fan of the IP and you like read the comic books, then you should definitely check it out. I, you know, I like the movies, but I was always just kind of like, yeah, you know, it's fine. It's whatever. And this sure. was just like, yeah. Another one of those things where I'm just like, I'm not invested in this. Like, just get me through the story. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> and it just felt like it was very repetitive. Uh, so yeah, hopefully it's forespoken does not fall in the same pitfalls. Cause if that's the case, then I'm definitely going to skip that one. <laughs> I'm out. There you go. Uh, okay. August, we have August 23rd, we have Saints Row, the reboot for all platforms. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure how I feel about the Saints Row team anymore. Uh, I haven't played a Saints Row game ever, but I know at one point, like in the mid 2000s, Saints Row was a huge deal and everyone loved yeah. it. Yeah. Because it was like GTA, but better because you could do so many crazy things. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, this one kind of feels like a it'll it'll pass by. Yeah. It'll be a game. People will like it. Yeah. And I, I think I think sadly once that happens, that, that'll be the last Saints Row game that we see. I mm. think I think this this will be the make or break title for Saints Row going forward. Okay. Sadly. I'm calling it right now. I'm calling it right now. I don't know anything about games or you know, industry stuff, but that I'm gonna call it right now. Saints Row. Not gonna happen if this doesn't work. Rip in peace. All right. <laughs> Rip in peace. R. I. P. in pieces. All right, November, this is a big one here. We got Starfield coming out on November 11th for all Xbox platforms and PC. Do you think this is going to come out on that date? I think so, man. I really okay. I really do. I really think it's going to come out because was this was this announced before or after the Bethesda um, acquisition? Um the release date was announced after because that was, I think they did it in E3. Mm -hmm. And Star um, and Starfield had been announced, but it wasn't. They weren't had hadn't been acquired yet by Microsoft, right? 
Right. So I feel like they've been working on this for a while. And I know that like Xbox is really going to want to have this game out this year. Like they're, yeah. they're really going to want to get this one out. So I think they're going to give them as much development, development support as they need to make that game ship on time. Gotcha. Yeah. That's how I feel about yeah. it. I don't know you. Um, I, it makes sense. They would like kind of the hell or high water mentality. It was just so surprising. Like of last June of them kind of shot calling November 11th. Mm-hmm. Like that's a bold move, but okay. it's also like with the benefit of like day one game pass sort of stuff. Like, I feel like you kind of get some grace to have an unfinished game. Mm. Um, yeah, they could like, release it in batches or something like that. Yeah. Like, and people might be more willing to to overlook that if it's, like, not quite fully baked yet. <laughs> well, and Bethesda games are always never quote, quite, quote, fully baked. That's, that's true. <laughs> There's yeah. always some jank in those games. Hopefully not so much that it's unplayable. But, uh now that you mention it though like we really haven't seen a lot like i mean i know they had that like cinematic trailer that looked really cool uh but we don't know we don't know what this game's gonna be and what it's gonna look like and how it's actually gonna play yet at all it's in space and i like space we're only a, we're only a, almost a year away from that not even less, less than a year eight months i guess nine months I don't, I don't know how to do math uh but 10 months i guess technically <laughs> november january yes uh so yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't know about this one. But I'll, I'm, I'm I'll give it. A, I'll give it a shot. So. I'm excited. I mean, you think it's gonna be a day one game pass? Yeah, I think so. I think they've they've confirmed that. I'm pretty sure. That's pretty um, awesome. And I've got my eye on it. We'll yeah. See kind of what it shaped up to be. Alrighty. Well, hey, as long as they avoid the pitfalls again of all the open world RPGs that I don't like, then hey, I'll be. I'll I'll check it out. <laughs> there you go. I'll check it out on PC maybe or something like that, or maybe I'll have an Xbox by then. Who knows. <laughs> Uh, and then last, you moved this one to December Stalker, which is an acronym. Does that stand for anything? I looked it up. This is the dumbest <laughs> video game name I've ever seen. I agree. Um, it it is an acronym. It's like different. Like the S is scavengers, and then the rest of them are like different professions and okay. whatever. Okay, I get it. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, any reasons okay. yeah. if, if this game wasn't was slated for April 28th and they just pushed it back to December 8th that means that this game is in some rough shape or is just doo-doo and they're like we gotta do, we gotta do something <laughs> with this uh, but I don't I, I, I'm not familiar with the first one I don't know I, yeah, how, how do you feel uh, about this game uh, being an Xbox title I guess Um, kind of the conversely the Starfield um, this will come out on, on Game Pass and it'll stay on game pass for me <laughs> it'll always be there if it's really good i will take a look yeah can wave as it passes by <laughs> goodbye stalker too <laughs> goodbye scavengers <laughs> i can't even think of actual professions that would fit in there what is what what tech technician maybe there you go i mean there might have been one actually yeah Ugh. i don't know just just gross that's <laughs> uh, acronyms and especially long ones you don't you don't need a long acronym like that yeah. All right. So those are all the confirmed dates. That's it. Like I said, pretty pretty skimpy year, but there are some 2022 like slated titles that I'm pretty excited about. And so we'll kind of run through these, and then I think we'll just kind of scooch back to some ones that we are excited about. Does that sound sounds cool? good? All right. So we have to be confirmed. 
Advance Wars, one, 1 and 2, Reboot, Camp. Avatar, Frontiers of Pandora. Bayonetta 3. Cyberpunk 2077 uh, Next Gen Updates, which I've been waiting for. Uh, Fall Guys for Switch and then Xbox One, uh, which is really cool because um, I just played that recently and that game's still still, still a good time. <laughs> uh, Ghostwire Tokyo, God of War Ragnarok, Gotham Knights, Hogwarts Legacy, Hollow Knight Silk Song, question mark, question mark, question mark, Mario plus Rabbids Sparks of Hope, Metal Slug Tactics, Multiversus, Prince of Persia, The Sands of Time Remake, Ooh. The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild sequel, Lord of the Rings Gollum, um, The Witcher 3 next-gen upgrade, which is crazy. I guess we're not that crazy because we got Skyrim not too long ago. Uh, Sonic Frontiers, Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League, Splatoon 3, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Shredder's Revenge. Oh, yeah. So on that list, there's a lot of titles that I'm excited about. Um, which ones are you, like, let's just start with you which ones are you like kind of most pumped about um i'm gonna get the obvious one last i, I think um <laughs> yeah. like, we can just go to it the uh, legend of zelda breath of the wild the yeah. sequel to the legend of zelda breath of the wild whatever they're calling it right now yeah oh man it's i cannot wait november release date probably i, I hope so there's a lot of talk if it'll be this year or next year i'm trying to stick with this year just to please, will it into existence please be this year if it gets delayed it's okay you know uh but man i would love to be playing zelda this year yeah it just it just feels right you know it just feels right it's been five years since we got the other zelda which is kind of crazy yeah, to think I, about. I, of the I did the math and i keep on trying to check this if it comes out august or later it will have been the same gap of time between Breath of the Wild 1 and 2 as it was from Skyward Sword to Breath of the Wild. Wow. Like five years, yeah. eight months, I think. And Nintendo, likes, they kind of like to stick to their cycles. They, they like to stick to their their gaps of time. They don't always do that, but typically it was like, you could like count on Nintendo always having a new system every certain amount of years. and like. Yeah. But then the Wii happened, and like I don't know how long <laughs> that thing stayed alive, but it was a long time. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I can't. I can't wait. I mean, there's just we were, we already talked about Breath of the Wild, but the, the sequel at least. Um, but I mean, there is nothing that game can can do that I that will stop me from playing it. You know, if I'm yeah. playing Pokemon Legends Arceus, like which is kind of looking like doo doo, and like you know, eh, it's it's rough around the edges. Like Breath of the Wild could be just like that or worse, and I would still play it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, I'll go next. For me, Hogwarts Legacy is a huge huge excitement for me um okay i think nothing really exciting has been done with the harry potter license and this one looks really promising and i know they've been working on it for a very long time so i have hope that it'll be like pretty decent and if it's if it's kind of like you know persona meets like hogwarts you know you're like making friends in school and you know fighting and doing magic and stuff on the side and kind of exploring that area. Like that's, that's all I I, I could ask for, you know, just the ability to like navigate Hogwarts and walk through it and like go to the different like halls and classrooms. Like it just, it just be kind of cool to walk around, honestly. That's the, that's the dream I think for Harry Potter fans. Mm -hmm. Makes total sense. And from, from what it looks like, it looks like they're, they're kind of committing to that realistic sort of, you know, lived in or sort of like universe. So, 
I hope I hope that's good, and I hope it comes out this year. But I don't know. They they recently came out and, and reiterated that it is going to be coming out this year. Okay. But there's a lot of speculation and uh, <laughs> like, uh, is it going to come this year? I don't know. Same thing yeah. as same thing as like Starfield. Like we haven't really seen a lot of that game. You know. Yeah. It's just like, is it though? Because that also it got a pretty significant delay. I think it was supposed to come out 2020 or 21. Yeah. And then COVID times and mm. whatever else happened. They probably just were like, yeah, we need some more time. We can make this better. So, yeah. There you go. I'm for that. All right. Next. Um, I am really excited for Fall Guys. Not being a PlayStation person, I've like watched this from afar with envy. Because it <laughs> looks so fun. It looks so goofy. It is fun. I would love it. I'm just... Because that was supposed to come out on Switch and Xbox last summer. And then uh, um, Epic bought them. And I don't know if that like put a put a halt on the ports or maybe this was the way it was always going to happen. Interesting. But I'm waiting. Yeah, um, and that's that's like that's like a great Game Pass game. Um, mm-hmm. That game was big on PlayStation, kind of like Rocket League because it came out on PlayStation Plus, and it was just like, yeah. dang, this is like a huge fun little like party game where you can get together with your friends and just you know hang out. It's not like it doesn't require a ton of focus. You still have to be like yeah. good at platforming, but you know it's it's uh it's 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 a fun game. I will say, don't get your your hopes too high on terms of like replayability because like once you've like once you've gone through, you know most of the levels, they're all kind of it, it starts to feel kind of samey after a while. Gotcha. Um, but it's That's fair. But for those for the time that you're learning all the levels and just experiencing them like differently it's it's so much fun especially with friends like it's just it's a great time yeah it's a great makes time. sense yeah i'm hoping it gets a second wind it might have had oh, it's it time to the limelight no i but... think it will i think it will okay. it, it was huge on twitch too like i remember like a lot of a lot of folks playing playing that game and just having a fun time with it so i imagine that'll be coming coming up make it making a splash again all right next for me i'm going to say an easier easier one but you know my 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 emotions around this are pretty tempered actually god of war ragnarok okay um the original the the re-release or the one on 2018 was just so good everyone loved it was obsessed with it and again it's a it's a game that's concise knew what it wanted to do didn't have any pandering stuff you had to go and chase down like it was just like hey here's a really great story and a good looking game that you can just you know kind of bust through yeah um i hope it's more of that but my fear is that it's gonna, it's gonna, uh, it's gonna suffer from like any, it's gonna suffer from like every property that's had a sequel. You know, it's just like the first one was amazing, or like, oh wow, really, like just, just caught us off guard, didn't expect it, and the second one's gonna be like, oh, it's more of the same. Like, yeah, it's yeah, it's good. Like, it's it's good. Um, yeah. I do like that Corey Barlog, the director of the first one, stepped away from doing like the main directing on this one and he had somebody else come in and direct this game so it will not be okay from a directorial standpoint standpoint feel the same gotcha um i hadn't realized he was involved with the 2018 mm-hmm. version yeah. too yeah yeah gotcha he was he was the main guy in charge on that one i mean there was many other people that made that game amazing obviously sure. uh, but he stepped away from from this one so somebody else could make it different and make it better than what he did uh so hopefully yeah hopefully they do that and like the setting looks cool so i'm I'm excited for that that'll be a fun one just to kind of you know they're again they're pretty condensed i hope that it's a condensed campaign too like 20 hours around that time is like my 
my threshold usually for those kinds of games. So sure, yeah, yeah. All right, next. Uh, I can do a quick one. I'm really intrigued by Lord of the Rings Gollum. Mm. I love the Lord of the Rings universe. This is just such a weird idea for a game. <laughs> yep. Like, would not have expected this. I didn't really love the Shadow of Mordor mm-hmm. games. Um, yeah. So, but this this one looks good. It's you get to kind of just go around Middle Earth and Mordor as Gollum. Um, there was stealth game. There was something that was just announced recently. Yeah, it's a stealth game, but there was something else announced um, around this um, that that gave me hope about about the gameplay. It could have been like the stealth elements of it, stuff like that. Um, I know there's like a like narrative stuff to it too, where you can kind of choose whether to go with like Gollum or Smeagol personality choices. Okay. Interesting. Um, hmm. Yeah, to choose Gollum as your main character, so interesting. Yes. <laughs> I yeah, know, I don't know why they would do that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that that's gonna be a great game, and I hope the music's again. That's that's one where the music has to be pretty, pretty amazing. Oh yeah, pretty amazing. Um, or else it'll be let down. All right. I'm going to name off just like a few more that I, I'm excited about, and then we can probably close it out here. I think for me on this list, the other ones I'm like really looking forward to would be Mario plus Rabbids sparks of hope. Um, mm-hmm. I love the original on that one. I think that's going to be a great game. Um, and then cyberpunk 2077, just like the next gen console. I've been, w- I've been waiting for that patch since, <laughs> since the mess that 2077 sure. was yeah. and I was like, ah, I'll just wait till they fix it. And they kept on pushing it out and pushing it out and pushing it out. And now they're making, you know, CD project red is also making the Witcher three wild hunt next gen version. I'm like, guys, yeah. <laughs> Priorities here. Come on, fix this game first. Uh, maybe they really feel like that might fall into the open world trap for you. Are you worried? about Oh, that? it absolutely will. It absolutely. Okay. Will. <laughs> but the benefit here is that, I can probably only pay like ten dollars for Cyberpunk, <laughs> get That's the next fair, gen, yeah. get get the next gen upgrade, and just mess around in there. Just kind of see what they're doing with it. Maybe just spend some time with Keanu Reeves, and then just be like, okay, cool, yeah, that's that's the game. That's your plan. You know? Yeah. Um, because yeah, I think I, I will absolutely fall into the open world trap in that one. It just <clears> looks <throat> like way too much. There's just so much yeah, yeah. crap, so much crap you can do in that game. So. Yeah, I think for me, that's we, we hit all the ones that I'm like the most pumped about. Is there anything else on there you want to give honorable mention to? Um, Brief, just like in passing, Splatoon 3 is more Splatoon. Got my yeah. eye on it. Um, but more, I think what I'm actually I'm keep forgetting about this and very excited for it is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Shredder's Revenge. <laughs> I have just very fond memories of playing Turtles in Time at our Chuck E. Cheese as a mm-hmm. kid. And this just looks like the glow up of that. And yeah. I'm very excited. This game looks so good. Like from a pixel art standpoint, and it, they just nailed it. They just completely yeah. nailed it. Like it looks, it's going to play fun. And it, is it is it co-op? Can you play with multiple people? I would. I, I think so. so. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you can. It'll, I imagine they'll do local and online. Oh, yeah, they have to. Fools not to. Actually, I've, I'm almost certain I've seen gameplay of like multiple turtles on screen. So yeah, I'm, I'm dumb for asking that question. Uh, but that game's gonna be great. I love those kinds of games. Did, did you ever play Castle Crashers? No, I didn't. Mm. I know I did. You might like that. I, mean, I think it actually might be on Game Pass, or it might be 
backwards compatible like you could you could probably find that title somewhere just download it really quick yeah i think that was like an old xbox live arcade classic it was That's where it got its gotcha it was. okay that was that, that was like I, I mean i was an xbox 360 guy and i i loved that game that was just so okay. fun you just invite your friends over and it's just like it was so unique for the time like the the animation it was kind of like kind of like how cuphead took over the world and was just like everyone was so <laughs> impressed by it um the isometric like two-player you know, our multiplayer kind of game. It's just, it's, it's great. It's great. Nice. Give it a, give it a look. But yeah, that's uh 2022. So uh, I guess overall right now, if this was like all we were going to get, I would say this is a pretty strong year for video games. Like there's, there's some pretty cool stuff if, coming out. If we get breath of the wild too, then it's automatically a strong year. Yeah. <laughs> if we don't get it, then, you know, there's still terrible. Some st- there's still some stuff in there that's B minus Starfield, God of War, Hogwarts, you know, Horizon. Like those are the big tent poles this year. Splatoon three, but yeah, really the biggest yeah. the biggest missing point here I think is Nintendo. Like I know, oh Kirby is not on this list. Where is Kirby? Oh, where is Kirby at? That's in March twenty uh, fifth, I think. Yeah, Kirby should be on there. So sorry, I forgot about oh. Kirby, but I'm excited about that game too. I'm I'm interested in what yeah, that, yeah. what that's going to be. That looks great. It looks really cool. Um. I can't believe I forgot that. But um, outside of Kirby, really, yeah, I was just going to say, like, Splatoon 3, like, I'm not super hot on. And Kirby can really go either way. It can be really mm-hmm. cool or just be like, okay, yeah, this is a Kirby game. But Breath of the Wild, if that comes out, then there we go. it's going to be a great year. And then we'll get the next whatever Nintendo console is next year, and the cycle will continue. It'll be great. <laughs> But uh, I think that's it, man. Uh, unfortunately, guys, that's that's going to be the end of our podcast. So, uh, Mark, thank you so much for jumping on today and uh, talking about 2022. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's man. It's a good time. Always a pleasure. Um, if you guys are still listening and you're made it to the end of the podcast, be sure to check out bedbloggers.com to see any new content that's on there. And follow us on Twitch. Uh, we're streaming some more on there, playing some video games, and you can just come hang out, say hello, and we'll be doing some... Uh, some multiplayer stuff with Mario Kart and or Smash Bros in the near future. So you definitely want to stay tuned for that if you want to beat up on me in the virtual world. And send any emails to bitcast at bitblogist.com to have your questions or comments read off on the show. Until next time, though, this has been BitCast. Thanks for tuning in to talk about some stuff. Peace. Peace. <laughs>